Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Scent with Emphasis. I am home right now and I actually just went downstairs to like tell my family like, hey, like I'm going to be recording. Just like don't come in my room. And both of my parents are sleeping and my brothers and our family friends are like screaming at the TV. So if you hear them, just like ignore it and act like I added it for enhancement. It might be sound effects. It's totally fine. But I am currently recording this in my room in like a different spot. I tried recording it in my closet and I felt like claustrophobic. So I'm just going to give it a go at my desk. (laughs) But coming home is always just like a topic of its own. And especially for someone like me who is in college and is excited to come home and, you know, have food in the fridge that isn't expired or an oven that doesn't have mice hiding behind it. Yes, there it is. The mouse update that you didn't ask for. It turns out that we do have a seventh roommate, but it is not just a seventh roommate. We actually have six new little roommates. It's really fun. One mice for every human in the house. It's just a really good time. We're really excited about it. And when was the last time I talked about the mice? I think it was the gluten-free bread incident. It might have been, but this past week itself, I feel like I can't even keep up with the mice updates myself. Also, I don't know why this is so prevalent in my life or why there should even be an update on mice in my house, but of course there is. So our little skinny legend mouse friend decided that she was in fact certified gluten-free because as if my roommate's gluten-free bread was not enough, she got into her gluten-free Christmas cookies as well. And the funny thing about this is, I'm sorry, Allie, but Allie like loves these gluten-free Christmas cookies. Like they are her pride and joy. They are her favorite food. She looks forward to them. And of course, like I think it was the day after we all left for break, she woke up and (laughs) all of the edges of her Christmas cookies were eaten. Like there were three cookies and all around each of them was like little mouse bites. And she FaceTimed me and, or she FaceTimed all of us. And she's like, you guys, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Like, this is not a joke. Why does this happen right when you all leave? But then my roommate was like, okay, you know what, guys? We need like a baby monitor or like a motion detector or a camera or something. And not to mention a few days before we all left, my other roommate saw the mouse like run across her foot. Like we have literally seen this thing and contrary to our landlord's belief, we know it's real. Like we literally know that this thing is alive and we're starting war. Like this is fucking war. Get out of our house. So the camera came and my roommate was the only one left at the house. So she set it up a little bit and set up like a trap with the three cookies that the mouse had already eaten because clearly the mouse liked it. So she's like, I'm just going to use it for our advantage. And she set up mouse traps and the camera right on it. And mind you, this camera is on like the highest setting. Like it is so sensitive. It was literally picking up on her shadow. And so she's like, okay, this is perfect. We're going to catch this fucker. We got this. So that night she set out the cookies and the next morning she got up, she FaceTimes me and she's like, bro, like you've got to be fucking kidding me. And she points the camera on the cookies and there's only two cookies sitting there. Like there were three when she went to bed and there are only two sitting there and she's the only one in the house. And she's like, you've got to be joking. And the other one is half eaten with crumbs all like on the path to the oven. It's so weird. And the worst part about it is the camera literally did not catch it. Like 
it, it didn't start recording. It didn't send her a notification that motion was detected. Nothing. There was no documentation of this mouse. It was like insane. We were all like, we're fucking being punked. Like this is not real life. Someone is playing a joke on us. This is insane. But then later that day, the camera ended up catching the mouse on camera. And then we were like, okay, it is confirmed. This thing is alive. It is living rent free in our house. Like, here we go. This is war. And all of this, by the way, is while just one of my roommates is home. Like, she is a soldier. She's dealing with this on her own. And she set up, like, six sticky traps along the edge of our oven and, like, three traps around, like, the cookies and, like, where we saw the mice hiding from because we saw it, like, running away and climbing behind the oven. And the next morning, she woke up and she was expecting to see, like, the mouse in one of the traps. It was the mouse and two of its buddies. So there were three mice literally dead in our kitchen. It looked like a legitimate crime scene. Like, Merry fucking Christmas Eve, we were given three dead mice. It was insane. And my roommate is like, this has to be some sort of bad karma because I just killed three mice on Christmas Eve. Like, I don't even know what to do. And it was so funny because everyone was like making all these memes out of it. And everyone's like, it was the night before Christmas and all through the house. Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse because Allie killed them all. It was like absolutely hilarious. Um, And then that day or on Christmas Day, I think two of my roommates stopped by or maybe it was the day after. And like literally three more mice were dead. Like just a shit ton of dead mice in our kitchen where we eat. That is terrifying so fucking disgusting I can't even put it into words and like she was sending us like pictures of our kitchen and like like the video footage and I'm like I literally cannot look at this like this is terrifying and since then literally as of this morning there were two more mice caught and one of them like ran out while Allie was in the living room last night and like made eye contact with her and then ran away behind the oven like I don't even know what to do anymore. We don't even know what to do. It's absolutely terrifying. And we must have been on some sort of mega naughty list because we didn't get coal for Christmas, but instead we got like little creatures that were going to eat the coal. So I don't really know what's going on there, but of course, and my loyal followers, I had to give you an update on the seventh roommate that is now what, like the 14th roommate, the 12th roommate. We just have a fucking zoo in our house. I don't know. So anyways, <laughs> I am back home for the holidays. And for me, back home means like a lot of like family and friend times, like literally everyone in this town is connected. And it means pretty much drinking with everyone and their moms. And I love it. It's absolutely fantastic. I truly wouldn't change a thing. I am definitely from the type of place where everyone knows everyone. And I simply cannot emphasize that enough. Like today I was at an appointment with one of our closest family friends while their kids who are also our best friends were at my house and while I'm there getting adjusted shout out it was a chiropractor appointment there was our other good family friend like speaking on the radio over the sound system and that's when I realized like okay this is that stereotypical small town like this is so that and those same kids are also at our house right now as I'm recording this which is hilarious But I swear that this hometown is the eighth wonder of the world. I will die on that hill. It is absolutely phenomenal the way I will meet somebody completely random and they have a connection here. It really feels like a simulation. It's absolutely insane. And actually, a funny story is my roommate, who is one of my absolute very best friends. Well, all my roommates are. Shout out. I talk about them like literally every episode. But my roommate, who is one of my best friends, we met my freshman year of college. And after we had met, hung out, 
and signed a legitimate lease to live together, we found out that her family is not only from this town, but her cousin is named after my mom and my cousin is named after her uncle and a million more connections after that. Like her uncle or her dad used to like sing my mom lullabies and our grandmas knew each other. Our families literally grew up together and we did not realize this until after we signed a lease together. Like it, it was absolutely insane. And my mom, when she even talks about like her first time in Chicago, she was living with my roommate's uncle, like just all that type of stuff. And for the people listening, I just want you to understand that this is the type of stuff that happens weekly. It is so insane. But now my roommate and I, the one I'm referring to, are still living together. She's still like my best friend and she's literally the greatest human ever. Shout out Rachel. But it just emphasizes that the people I am close with, it's not just like, oh yeah, I'm close with them. It's like, oh yeah, I'm close with him and my parents were in his parents' wedding and oh, his mom, she was in the room. Well, my mom gave birth to me and our parents grew up together. Oh, our grandparents were neighbors. It's literally a simulation. It really, really is a small world. It's unbelievable. And also it's crazy how small towns are almost like a portal. Like things change, but at the same time, nothing really does. Like I just got lunch with my best friends from high school who I definitely still consider my best friends today. And it literally feels like nothing changed. Like we're sitting in like a local restaurant. We could probably list off a hundred people at this place. And right when we walked in, my friend Lily was like, how many people do you think we're going to see that we know here? And sure shit, the first person we saw was our waitress and we like played club volleyball with her. So hilarious. And I think that is like the really special part about home friends is like, it is such a special bond where I could go months without seeing them. And it feels like absolutely nothing changed. We all live kind of different lives in kind of different places, but you come back and it just is like you started right where you left off. It's pretty cool. And I remember feeling this way when I came back from abroad. Like that was the first time in my life I was away from home and completely secluded for that long of a period of time. And I remember being like, oh my gosh, everything is going to change. Everything's going to be so different. No one's going to remember what I look like. And it's like, nope. You come back and everyone is still drinking a bush light at the bar, watching the same teams play. And that is truly fantastic. I really love that. And maybe that's a hot take in of itself. I know a lot of people hate that and hate where they're from and small towns. And holy shit, am I ever the advocate for understanding why small towns and knowing everyone is like terrible. Like even when I went to college, I don't actually think I ever felt that suffocated in my life. And I was away for college. Like I went all throughout high school and like, you know, dated similar people. But when I went to college, it was like, holy shit, you think you can go away and start over? You're fucking wrong. You think you know everyone in the surrounding towns? Nope, you're fucking wrong. Like, let me promise you that it is insane. And you come back and everyone's like feeding and wants to know what's going on in your life and spreading all these rumors. If I could emphasize that enough. And everyone's neighbors and everyone's cousins. And you're like, holy shit, how are, how is everything connected? It's literally insane. So (laughs) like I said, like who hurt me? What the fuck is wrong with me? But like I said, I, I definitely understand that there are negative aspects and disadvantages of small towns, but (laughs) Above all, it is pretty cool to know that you can go anywhere in this entire world and live a completely separate life and come back and have trust that your home will always be there and know that those same traditions will still be happening and that 
above all, the people there will still be loyal and they know you and love you like no other. Like, it's pretty cool. Okay, my next point, which is kind of related, kind of not, is being somewhere away from home for Christmas, specifically being somewhere warm. I have never been somewhere that isn't cold and usually snowing for Christmas, so I don't know how that feels, but to me, it almost seems like it would feel wrong. And part of that, I understand, is entirely because of like movies and songs have this like depiction of Christmas being snowy and happy and cheerful like a Hallmark movie. But I wonder if being somewhere warm would like change the vibe. It may just be me, but I love being somewhere cold and at home for Christmas. It feels cozy. It feels homey. And like you are trapped inside and forced to focus on the day and the people you share with. But I understand that that's like all I've ever known. And this year it was literally negative 10 for Christmas. So I am like really well aware that there are better places to be. But to me, there just really is no place like home. I was just about to say, (laughs) I was literally just about to be like, hey guys, let me know your thoughts in the comments. But there aren't any fucking comments. Like this isn't a YouTube video. I don't really know what I think I'm doing. But I don't, I don't know if I would love that. Like Hearing jingle bells or like old holy night and then staring at a palm tree, I feel like I would be so confused. And I know that's like a really, really first world problem, but I feel like it would trip me out. I don't know what it is. My brother and I watched the Truman Show this summer and we've been talking about it recently and I'm starting to feel like everything is a simulation and everything trips me out. So this might just be me, but whatever. Um, Speaking of YouTube... Actually, this has nothing to do with YouTube. I don't even know why I said that. But I'm starting to be more active on TikTok. I know you guys don't care at all. I actually know no one cares at all. But TikTok is like messing with my brain. Like it is controlling my life. I am constantly on it in like the Alex Earl shit. Like seeing people blow up and make like millions of dollars just by gaining followers on TikToks and like going viral. It's such a weird phenomenon. Like social media freaks me out. I don't know. That that needs to be a different segment. I can't even get into that right now. But anyways, I am at the end of our Christmas celebrations. My friends and I are going on a ski trip this weekend, and I'm actually scared for all of us and our livers and two of my friends' heads because last time they went skiing, they got concussions. So pray for them. Um, but yeah, Christmases were good. I hope everyone listening, your Christmas was good. And if you think that Night Changes by One Direction isn't a party song, neither did I. But my brother and my cousin proved me wrong. Like, it it's actually kind of goes hard. I don't really understand why, but it does. And truthfully, I was never, like, a big One Direction person growing up. I think it's because there were, like, three different routes you could go. And I feel like it was, like, One Direction, Justin Bieber, and Taylor Swift. And I was, like, a Swifty still am. Oh, my God. Like, a Swifty till the day I die. And I absolutely am obsessed with Justin Bieber. So I just don't think I had room to be obsessed with, like, the One Direction stuff. And that's not, like, shaming them. Like, they're great, you know. I didn't. I just wasn't one to have, like, the J14 magazine posters on my wall. Just wasn't my vibe. But still good. So I think that's why I never found the hype within their music but I'm telling you night changes has some cocaine in it or something it, it goes kind of crazy hard but that is all I have for this little segment I hope you're listening to it in your hometown or on your way home or on your way away or maybe just gives you some thoughts about your hometown I am sitting here with my cousin John who is going to record this lovely hot take section with me 
Also, uh, allow me to be the very first podcaster to admit this, but right now I don't have like one of the equipments. So I'm trying to figure out how to get two microphones into the system to record using two so that we can just have a conversation. But I am not able to (laughs) figure that out. So I wish you could see us. Oh my gosh. John and I are like sitting over and speaking into one microphone for the both of us. So it's hilarious and bear with us, but here we fucking go. Hot take section. All right, hot take section. I am here with John. John is my cousin. Hello. And <laughs> we are sitting cross-legged right now in my bedroom <laughs> at our family Christmas. I feel like this is a little bit of a party foul. What it's, do we think? It's fine. We just everyone has to escape sometimes. Yes. And here we are to talk to each other like we normally do. So it's fine. It's fine. This is actually just a very normal occurrence. We right. just are now recording it, so I see nothing wrong with it. Okay, John speaks in opinions like genuinely anything that we talk about the man has an opinion or a hot take for so I think it was Christmas Eve Mm -hmm. I was like you're recording this with me like you don't have an option I don't even think I gave you a choice I was like John (laughs) you're recording this with me you got this so I want to start out by saying something I feel like you may agree with or you may really disagree with okay go every time we touch is a terrible bar song I do not like it whatsoever. I don't think it should be played. How does one dance to it? I just don't understand. It's chuggy at this point. It was very, very cute in like 2010. Yes. But at this point, we, everyone has heard it. Yes. There's no way to, what do you do, jump? That's like, what I, I mean. mean. Like, but if you want to jump, that's a jumping song. Yes. But nobody wants to jump. But this isn't jump around. Right. Like there are right. songs to jump. <laughs> this is not it. Yeah. Cascada. But she's good. She has some other bangers. Okay. Every time we touch. That's not the moment anymore. But it was. But it was. But and like, are you are you dancing with like a significant other to that? Are you dancing with your friends? Like, who who do you dance with and like, what do you do? I would jump with a significant other to this song. <laughs> you may not, but I, I will happily. <laughs> I feel like you just, it, it won't work. I don't know why. Yeah. Like, think about the beat. It just is like awkward and you can't, it's always so loud too. That's another thing. I feel like when that song comes on, the volume is like, way higher than it normally is and you can't like talk like you can't do like the awkward like <laughs> like right. let's go get a drink because it's so loud but there are some club bangers that have evolved the test of time i'm not convinced that's one of them okay what do you feel is one? Oh, that's a really good question like on the floor by j-lo i think okay. that's fine yes Where, i feel like, like if it comes on it's, of time. it's like yes. a c student song you know yeah. what i mean it's like it's not great but it's like okay like i could roll with that one also any mama mia song has I feel like it has held the test of time, one. And two, I feel like, oh my God, there was a song I was literally just thinking of it. Well, just any like classic banger like that. Like you have Sweet Caroline. Yeah. You have like ones that literally everyone, Piano Man. I feel like that's a bar close song, but yeah. I feel like that still works. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's like, get the hell out of the bar. Yeah. Like <laughs> the like bartenders are pissed. <laughs> They're like, play <laughs> Piano Man. We want to go home. Like literally. But like there are some that work. Cascada is just not one of those. Yeah. Also, who is she? I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. I think she's from Sweden. Like, she's a good story, I'm sure. Yeah. But I just, I'm not aware of that story. Yeah. God love Cascada. Like, we're not shaming you, girl. It's fine. All right. What do you got for me? Let's hear some hot takes. Okay. So I have some. He pulls out his notes. (laughs) 
<laughs> but I have some because I have a lot of opinions. I wish I could do like a video recording of this. We are like, for anyone listening, we are literally sitting cross-legged so close to each other. It's like we're speaking into a campfire. Like no, I feel like we should no. have s'mores right now. But it's family bonding. We're yeah. all about family bonding in this family. John has a corona. <laughs> we're, we're locked into this hot take section. We're, we're hanging out. So my first hot take, and this may be not really your demographic, Katie, of people that listen to this podcast, but I'm obsessed with football coaches, okay? Oh, here and we go. <laughs> every single good football coach looks like a chief of police. Okay. And in this, I think about Mike McCarthy. I think about, for the older Packer fans, Mike Holmgren, like Andy Reid, who's the coach of the Chiefs right now. Like, if they look like... I love how you're going into descriptions. Right. you know people are listening are like, who right. is Andy Reid? Right, because yeah. I feel bad because they might not know sports, <laughs> so I'm trying to explain it for them. Putting them in, yes. But... If they look like a chief of police, they're a great coach. If they look young, like 25 years old, Matt LaFleur, for example, I'm not convinced you're a great coach okay. because you are very young. Also, they have to be angry. Oh. If they're really, really angry and they're head coaches, I believe in them. So you're saying nice and young is out in right. football? Just completely out? The cheerleaders are there for a purpose <laughs> and I respect their purpose, but the head coach should not be a cheerleader. They should be pissed. They should be morbidly <laughs> obese. You're undefeated. I don't give a fuck. I'm right. fucking pissed at you. They okay, have to okay. be mad okay. and that's part of it. Okay, chief police. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like that's a really good hot take. I feel like it is all about the looks and you know, that's how we all know them. We're looking on TV. So like it right. really makes a difference. Yeah. I feel like fantasy football should like take this all into consideration. Like, well, well, fantasy football confuses me. Okay. I don't understand that at all. Another hot take. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> on that note. But what I do know is vibes. If okay. I'm watching TV and I know vibes. If you're a big chief of police coach, you're pissed. You have good, you have head coach vibes. And okay. that is what matters here. And I feel like the chiefs kind of like hold that truth. Like right. They're kind of good evidence for Oh, that. if the chief has to has, have a press conference, he's pissed. Yes. Like, and every single day, those head coaches are pissed. <laughs> they do not like their lives. It does not matter how successful their team is. doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. They're right. just angry. So that, that's my first one. That's okay, my first I love hate. that. That's very random and it's perfectly random. So great. Perfect. I love that. Amazing. Okay. Good. <laughs> He's like looking for validation. He's like, are you sure? <laughs> She's like, why the hell did I invite him? Because I do have a couple more, but I, I Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Okay. The worst kind of people of all time that I will say. Okay. When I say, oh, I'm going to go get Taco Bell. You know, that's not authentic Mexican <laughs> food, right? I understand that. I don't give a fuck. If, if I have Taco Bell, I'm hammered. And I'm looking for brighter days. Have you like, had, like, a lot of friends like that? Is this, like, no, a I common have. occurrence yes. for you? Well, you know it's not authentic. I understand that. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to Taco Bell for authentic Mexican. I'm right. going to, like, cure my fucking drunk state of mind right now. Right. And again, it's going to suck tomorrow when it comes out the other end. But at the same time, <laughs> like, when you're drunk, you need drunk food. Okay. And that's the purpose it serves. Or, like, food shaming in general. Like, it's kind of like, why are you eating that? Or like, right. do you know what you're putting in your mouth? Or like, that's not a real sub. You know what? I fucking like Jimmy John's, so it's going to be a real sub to me. Right. I agree with that. Right. But if you're sad, that's a you problem. Then don't eat it. It's okay. <laughs> like, it's it really is okay. I'm not- You do you. Yeah. I'm not feeding you Taco Bell until- Well, you know, you know about Taco Bell. No. It's about me. And I deserve to eat Taco Bell if I want it. Exactly. And, and if no you one, don't- No one should shame yeah, you. Yeah. That's your right as a free American citizen. Then don't eat it. Okay. Speaking your truth. Wait, what do you get from Taco Bell? Because I hate Taco Bell a lot. I all just went over that. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, yeah. that sucks for you. <laughs> no, but cheesy gordita crunch. Like, 
not that deep chips and cheese. Okay. I'm not going to, like, gl- I'm not gluttonous. Like, I'm not going to go all in. Okay. But I just need some good food for a base that I sleep on and that I'm not hungover the next day because I ate before I went to bed. Okay, That's good. the point of Taco Bell. Wait, off of that, I talked about this on my last episode. What are your favorite drunk foods? Or, like, drunk places to go to? Oh, that's, Ian's is a big one. Ian's? Okay. I feel it, like that's a given. You yeah. Because th- there are carbs there. If I could get to McDonald's, that would be great. Also true. But, like, yeah. when I'm drunk, I kind of want pizza a lot of the time yeah i don't experience that emotion i don't i I don't like you're like that's great but not me but if it's like if there was a little caesars around and there were breadsticks like yeah breadsticks is such a move that's such an underrated drunk food because everyone's like pizza they overshadow the breadsticks right it's It's, the best part it's about the carbs don't sleep on the carbs yes and i feel like people always sleep on them i do too and that's also like when you wake up and feel like you know you're gonna feel like shit but when you feel a little less like shit it's the carbs right and also, it's very clear I'm older than Katie and, like, giving her, like, drinking <laughs> tips now, which like, is just... thank you so much. <laughs> so embarrassing John and I are about to hammer down a million one breadsticks tonight, <laughs> so, I mean, it's fine. It's really fine. Yeah. But I have one more. Okay. I'm ready. And it's a thing that has to be left in 2022. Okay. And it's the vocal fry. The vocal fry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Explain. When I'm talking to someone... And they're talking like this, <laughs> and they have a lot of opinions that they're going to share like this. And they're from Southern Cali, but they're not because they're from Wisconsin. <laughs> That's the vocal fry. And I have very little patience for that. <laughs> You're not from Southern Cali. You're from Fond du Lac. And that's okay. Like, I love that. But why are you talking like that? There okay. is no reason for that. Okay, and I thought vocal fry was like when people are like, yeah, so? Is it, is it opposite? No, it's more of like a like long thing okay. where you talk like this and it's going on and the word doesn't have to last as long as it does, but it does because okay. they want the vocal fry. Yeah. But that's out in 2023. It's gone. I love that. I feel like emotion needs to be, okay, I sound like I'm trying to do Like the vocal fry? No. <laughs> like, like but emotion needs but, to be in. No, but that's for the ladies. That's my advice for the ladies with the okay. vocal fry. For the men, mouth breathers are really out. <laughs> If I'm talking to someone, why are you breathing that heavy? Why are you like spitting on me? What is going on? Right, right. That is the worst. Yeah, but it happens all the time. It does. And there's like a fine line of that too when you're like out and someone's way like more drunk than you are. And Mm -hmm. they're just like, like, I'm like, oh my God, like I can literally smell the tequila on your breath. Like you've got to go. Right. But I feel bad because they're probably stuffy. Like they don't don't choose to be mouth (laughs) breathers. It's allergy season. (laughs) But if... They had a good choice and thought about it a little bit. Okay. It would not be through the mouth. It would okay. be through the nose. Breathe like a normal human being. I don't want to smell your breath when I'm talking to you at the bar. Wait, I have a good off of that question for you. Okay. If someone approaches you, what are your immediate no's? Like say like, oh, he's short, immediate no. Or like, oh, she's wearing this, immediate no. Or oh, they're drinking this, immediate no. You kind of get it. Yeah. Vocal fry is a big one. That's a big one. Who okay. are you? Yeah, that's just a lot gotta for go. Me. Any like external, like what they're wearing or anything? Not what they're wearing. Liquor on the breath is a big one for me. Okay, because it's like, I mean, I know when I'm drunk. Mm-hmm. Like I understand that. Look at you. Like I think, <laughs> thanks, Katie. <laughs> Woo! But it's like throw in some gum if you're having a hard time. I'll that should not be everyone else's problem here. Do you think bars should give out gum? Like, do you think that that would be beneficial? 
Can you I, imagine? I think it would, but I think with the frats, it would turn into like a, no, you need to eat 32 <laughs> piles of gum type situation. Yeah, I don't true. I don't like that at all. Also, I feel like it would come off like offensive. Like if I ordered a drink and a bartender handed me a drink and a piece of gum, I would be like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> you smelly, smelly <laughs> bitch. Like, 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 do you have perfume or deodorant at this point? Like I apparently need it. Right. Yeah. Okay. But I think that would work. Like mm-hmm. some subtle thing. Yeah. Ask, like if it's asked, it's there. Like if there's gum behind the bar. I'm there for that. Yes. I understand that. There should be someone like the bathrooms. I feel like in some of like the girls' bathrooms, they have like cute little fragrances and like stuff like that in the corner. I oh my like god! In, in the but, guys' room, it smells like straight pee. Like there's say, nothing yeah, fun in there's there. There's no way that could happen either. Like there's no chance that that would even last one night in the college bathroom. Ever. Yeah. No, I 100% agree with that. Like literally no. Okay. What about you? Life after college. What do you have to say about it? You're a big corporate guy now. I yeah. I, I am a big corporate guy now. You need to have a solid core with you just to keep you humble, mm-hmm. which is why I'm very thankful for my big, big family because they do keep me humble. <laughs> but if you fall into that world where you are the biggest deal and you're a celebrity in your own mind, where it's like, I am everything. I'm the best. I work the hardest. Mm-hmm. No, you're not. You will find someone who is bigger, better, meaner, harder working, like out- outside of all of this. So all you can do is control what you do and keep people around you that will keep you down to earth. This is like a beautiful yeah, piece of advice. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of knowledge, I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah, but I mean, after college, it is hard though, because like being in college, you're surrounded by all of your best friends. Mm-hmm. You're very close. Bars are close, which is a big thing. Yeah. But then when you're out of college, you lose a lot of that. It's but like it, a different world in college. I feel like it's almost like a different experience on like anything you will ever experience again. It is. But college is also a mindset, as we discussed yes. earlier, yeah. where it's like, again, you could be out of college and still be close enough with people that are in college where you could be like, let's go out for a drink. And it's not weird. Mm-hmm. Like, again, I'm two years older than Katie. Yeah. Like, you don't have to be that old fart who has nothing <laughs> going on with their lives after college. So, like, again, a lot of you will graduate college within the next year or two. But you can't lose yourself. You have to keep having fun, being out there, going out. Because, again, if after college you don't have any of that anymore – you might be really, really depressed. I'm not going to lie about that. <laughs> I don't get also the people. And like, maybe this is like, we are like the worst sample size of you talking about this. Cause we come from a family that's like, go, go, go. Absolutely. Like, we literally just finished up an alcohol white elephant gift exchange. Like we might not be the best, but like the people that are like completely shut it out and are like, Oh, I'm not in college anymore. Like I'm not doing that stuff. Like, aren't you bored? Well, but also and like, they I get thrive like on that. Like, yeah. They thrive that's true. on the boring Betty life where okay. no, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I'm an adult. You're such a big deal. Guess what? <laughs> you're a big deal. You go home every day and you're alone, which is sad and unfortunate. <laughs> but at the same time, you can shame people that are still kind of living that life after college. Yes. So that's where I'm at. Love. That's amazing. <laughs> I love that. John and I were going over for it. We're like, college is such a mindset. There are literally three moods. It's happy, sad, and college. Right. Like, you could get out of any funk. And, like, when I'm 26, I'm be like, oh, you know, I'm still in college. I'm going to go out on Tuesday. Right. Just but kidding, you could bounce. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you will, Katie. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you could bounce back into that. Like, when I, I went to University of Illinois, Champaign-Urbana, when I back in Champaign. That was such a sly <laughs> shout out. Shout out. But, like, when I, I go, when I go back there, I'm back in that mode. And, like, mm-hmm. when Katie goes back to Madison, she'll be back in that mode. Okay, where's the age cutoff for that? Let's talk about that. Like, is there... There is definitely an age where you cannot be acting that way. Like, go out, do your thing. Like, not shaming people who do that or who don't do that. But, like, when you are... Like, it's like the whole peak in high school, peak in college kind of thing. But it's when you're caught in it. Like, if you're 35 wearing your frat 
what is it like theta shit yeah. numbers yeah. colors Greek. whatever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> numbers symbols Greek uniforms yeah. like at a certain point that does get embarrassing mm-hmm. but if you're Again, young enough. I would say plus four after graduation. Okay. Where it's like you could still show up and be oh, like, we have like a spread here. You're right. like, minus four. <laughs> right. But if you're there and you're just hanging out and you want to see people that you went to college with, I think that's fine. Plus or minus four is still within when you were in college, so I think that's fine. If you're a grown ass man in your frat uniform, be like, you know, I was a part of Theta Theta. <laughs> that is fucking embarrassing, <laughs> and you need to figure it out. Like, and when you have kids, like. What are, like, what's going to happen there? And like, that's where you, you lose me, a, too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> when the kids are in Theta Theta, and they're like, no, I want to be part of my father's frat. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> Find your own identity. Figure it out. Figure it out. I love that. I love that. Okay, what about your favorite, what's your fa- What's your go-to shot? Oh, my go-to shot. I think it's a cherry bomb. Because I know lemon drops are really, like, hard to make for the bartenders. I feel bad. I think about, like, simple. Look at you. Okay. Y- yes, I'm a giver. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, fireball, I can't do that. I will throw up. That is like, a hot take. You need to talk about your experience with fireball right now. Because I, okay, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm a fireball lover. I wouldn't. And, but I feel like I have to love it. And it's more of, like, the vibe around fireball than the taste itself. But the taste, it's, it is a lot. I, oh my god, one of my friends in... I think it was my sophomore year. He used to mix a fireball and lemon juice. And he, he swore that he created like the eighth wonder of the world. That is heartburn. He's like, That's this the wonder. is the best thing on the planet. I will make money off of these. I'm like, oh, I'm, I don't want to do that. Yeah, But I mean, I think everyone has an alcohol where they have an experience with it. True. Where it's like, you just, it tastes so good. Fireball mm-hmm. was mine. Where it's like, oh my God, it's cinnamony. It's fabulous. It's great. And then you drink too much and it's like, oh my God, that is my stomach bile. And I'm throwing it up. Like everyone has that experience. Very true. So- that was mine. I don't hate Fireball, but okay. you have to, if you have an alcohol like that, you have to microdose it. You have yes. to work it back in slowly. Because in our family, we all love Fireball because that was our grandmother's favorite drink, who has since passed away. Shout out. Shout out to Oma. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's like a staple like that, you have to work it back in. Very true. And that's what I'm working on right now. I have such an issue with that because I'm such an all or nothing person where I'm like, Jose Cuervo can't do it. Won't do it again. Like mm-hmm. completely. Okay. Also, Jose Cuervo does not need to get brought back in like at all. Well, because you send with emphasis. Yes. Yeah, so, if you will. <laughs> yeah, if you will. But also, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like weaving it back in. Is that the right word? Weaving? Do yeah, you think that's, that's fine. I think word? that works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, works, Go. it works now. But like anything like that back in is good because it's all about the experience. Like you have a sip of it and you immediately go back to that. Well, do you have, have any alcohols like that where it's like, I can't anymore? Okay, so Hunter and I, shout out, overdid Rumpelmints. Like, oh. like over, overdid it. Like we would go out Thursday, Friday, Saturday and we would order two Rumpelmints right when we would walk in. And that's just when we would walk in. So now every time I take it it's like a little bit difficult Mm -hmm. you know i had that fireball instance for a little bit there Mm -hmm. i feel like tequila too just because i've had so many like gross experiences with it like it just makes me like not feel great so i don't know yeah that's probably there but also microdose it put it in some fucking water yeah like work it back you're like stick it in rice it's good (laughs) right right. (laughs) love because you can't lose what you had at one point before you overdid it also true but, like, again, I can't be not having fireball because, like, I had one bad experience. Figure it out. We are adults. This is <laughs> You are not going to be weak. Let's go. Figure right. it out. Right. Okay, love. And that's the point. I love that. So maybe work on that before you leave college, Katie Sue. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, figure your shit out. Okay, I have one final question for you. Go. Possibly. Okay, can you list me your top three bar songs? 
Or, you know what? Uh, We're not even going to call it bar songs because if there are listeners who don't go to the bar, that's fine. You're level up songs. So, like, you hear them, you're fired up. Like, let's let's do it. Let's do whatever. I'm feeling great. Okay. Take It Off by Kesha is a big one. Oh, my God. <laughs> John loves Kesha. Why do you love Kesha so much? Because she said hi to me once in a video. Wait, what? I'll tell you that later. Okay. But Wait, she, she, she waved to me and was like, hi, John, because my friend was like, my friend John is your biggest fan. And she was like, hi, no, John. No, why were you her biggest fan like before then? Like, when did this start? Because I liked her vibes, okay, Katie. Okay, I liked so, her vibes. Because I remember when she came back out with like praying, you were like, like, you're like, this is the second coming. Oh, like, it, this is amazing. No, I was very religious with Kesha. <laughs> so like, I would say that Take It Off was song number one. Okay. I would say like, I don't know. Poker Face is a good one. Like, it'll get me going for a moment, but I don't think that is the moment. I feel like this is, like, 2010. I know, because yeah. I'm stuck there because I'm <laughs> fucking old, Katie. <laughs> so all the stuff John told you not to do about being stuck in college, he's just speaking from experience. He's I like, was I'm stuck still in middle school. Like, <laughs> that's where I am right now. Oh and then I think the last one, uh, I think it has to be We Found Love in a Hopeless Place. Rihanna. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not, Katie Sue. And if you're a hater, then live there. We found love. Also, I love how you said in a hopeless place. It's, it's not there. It's there were parentheses. Don't be rude. But like, where's the hopeless place? What's going on? You could dance to that song. Are you song. like a Calvin Harris guy too? He, he did his little yeah, not, stuff in that. Not really. Okay. But like, Rihanna, we'll Rihanna got it. She understood. Okay. And now she's gone. So we have to hold on to what we had when Rihanna was around. I feel like no one can argue though that Disturbia is her best song. Disturbia? What is a Disturbia? What does that mean? <laughs> Do you know what that means, Katie? Because I don't. But, like, the song itself is, like, like that is her peak. Like, yeah, I feel like everyone would agree. Or is it Ponde Replay? Uh, yeah. That yeah, was also a That's lot. a song. Okay. But I can <laughs> yeah. say, like, what is Poker Face? It could be defined. What is that one? Like, what? True. Also true. That is a very hot take. Something to think about. Because We Found Love, I also feel, is very overplayed. In a hopeless place. Yeah. Parentheses. <laughs> In a hopeless place. <laughs> Featuring Calvin Harris. I feel like that's very overplayed. Okay, bold. Mm -hmm. But still a good song to hang out to. I don't know. I can't remember the last time. Also, I heard Poker Face in a party setting. I feel like I also... You're in the wrong parties, babe. (laughs) That's the problem. That is the issue. So you don't like any, like, current... Like, what about, like, Mac Miller? He has, like, you know... Did you say current with Mac Miller? (laughs) So that's not current anymore but god love you that is like not current i understand his state i understand he's dead god love him okay yep all right also speaking of oh my god i actually need to tell a story right now so one time i was with somebody and he was telling me how much he loves mac miller and i was like i think i was drunk or something like just talking to talk and I was like oh like me and my best friend were gonna go to a Mac Miller concert last year he was dead yeah okay and he was like you you were gonna go to a Mac Miller concert last year didn't he die like three years ago and I was like what like what's going yeah so that happened I needed to share that it was a really bad were you thinking of like Macklemore I like what, what were you thinking of is Macklemore still like is he still there like, I mean, he's, he's alive yeah. he's, not, he's not doing anything but he's still alive like speaking of his song downtown Oh, bop. So good. Can we play that when we go back downstairs? (laughs) Very good song. I love that we are up here right now. Also, for reference, if anyone's listening, look at that. That's pretty awesome. 
Yeah. Wow, we did that. I don't really actually know if this audio is going to sound good. <laughs> so many people are going to text me after me like, yeah, I actually didn't hear you or John the entire time, but it, I'm sure it was great. But we had opinions we and had, we spoke <laughs> them. We had opinions. Any any final opinions you want to share? Not really. It was just very good to be on the Katie Sue Baker <laughs> podcast, sent with emphasis. <laughs> So thank you, Katie thank Sue. You, thank you. For, wait, I feel like I want to keep asking you questions. Okay, wait. What is your favorite season? I'm asking you that. Yes, the four seasons. Oh, it, what's your favorite? It's fall. It's fall. Really? I would have not expected you to say that. But not because of like the chuggy, like it's pumpkin spice. Not because okay, of that. Okay, everyone's done with that now. No, it, it's so canceled. So over. <laughs> so done. But it's like the trees, they have leaves. They're falling. Okay. Good vibes. Okay. Like, Football season has begun anew. Like <laughs> there's the football coaches, John can the, the football coaches. <laughs> they look like chief of police. It's fine. But like that's my favorite season. Like spring, boring, no vibes. Summer, mm-hmm. way too hot. Winter, way too cold. Fall, that's where it's at. You think spring is boring? I do. Okay. What's going on there? Easter bunny? Like, I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Very, very true. Okay, that's so. I would have never expected you to say that. Yeah. Amazing. Sorry, I just needed to hone in on that last final one. Um, thank you, John, for being on this podcast. This is amazing. That is all I have for this week's episode. Uh, thank you for listening to John. I hope our family doesn't hate us when we go back downstairs. They very much so might. Um, but remember to own who you are, mean what you say, and whatever you do, do it with emphasis, baby. See you next Tuesday. Thank you, guys. Bye. <laughs>